Thun, thun. Got these bitches shook, they shot, no stun gun. I'm the Billy Billy Goat, the goat, the goat's here. Vintage Hermes by Jean Paul Goat's here. Lagerfeld customized my gold chair. I run the point, you bitches just go chair. Uh, look at my knockoffs, I told them knock it off. Anything that Nikki do, you know they knock it off. Put my crown on again and I'ma knock it off. Anything with Nikki in it, they gon' pock it off. I mean, profit off. My plug drop it off. You see them copy it. That was Hard White by Nicki Minaj, who just dropped the music video I did, I saw for the song. Mm-hmm. But it's Shane. And Kaylee. And welcome back to another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. We hope you guys are having an amazing day, and thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. So, before we get started, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud so you don't miss out on any of the past or future episodes. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pop Talk Podcast at pop underscore talk underscore and then you can follow me on my personal instagram and twitter at mr mccaddy m-r-m-c-c-a-t-t-y and my twitter is k as in the letter k a y one zero five seven and then my inst- my Instagram is kfair k f e r r zero zero eight, and I'm meaning to change my Twitter to the same thing. True. Because my Instagram has been that the whole time. Yeah. I don't think you can change your Instagram name. Yeah, you can. Can you? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So whichever, I guess. But like always, <laughs> those things will be down in the description for you if you cannot remember. Mm-hmm. This just popped into my head when huh. you were saying it. Has any? Have you ever? I don't know why. I've known Kaylee. If you guys don't know, if this is your first time listening. <laughs> I've known Kaylee for too many years at this point. And, Ten. A, de- and, a decade. And, well, no. Well, this well, year will be... A Ten and some change. Uh, but, Ten and some change. Um, has anyone ever, like, sang to you, every kiss begins with K? And you work at chocolate, so just can't hurt your kiss. Yes, it's, it's because the every time the commercial... When I was younger, every time the commercial came on, my mom would always look at me. All right. Like, every kiss begins with... LOL. Okay, <laughs> we get it. Yeah, that just—I don't know why. Just that never. Oh yeah, thought, that's happened. I never thought about that until. If that's now. how I'm proposed to, I don't know if I'll be mad or not. Like every kiss, boom, open the box. It depends on who it's coming from. If that person was that's like true. a cheesy, corny person. Then it's cute. But if yeah. it's just like completely random, like. Let's try this again. Um, I will not accept. Okay, but on today's podcast, we are going to be talking about some new music from Ali Brooke, mm. Julia Michaels, mm. Love, Dua Lipa, and so much more. Mm. Plus, we're also going to be talking about the recent TV musical, Rent Live. Mm. But before we do any of that, we have to talk about our Billboard Hot 100. Yes. And the Billboard charts, if you do not know, are how the songs are... The popularity of songs are determined by radio, sales, and streams, and they put all those together and come up with the most popular songs in the country. So, Kaylee yes. is going to break it down for us. Yes. So, number 10 is Drip Too Hard, Little Baby. We're almost there. Right. <laughs> we're almost al- there. We're almost there with the next one, too. Right. Nine is Girls Like You. Almost there. <laughs> I actually, I actually just saw on Twitter, Cardi B, um, she finally, I guess, commented on the reason why, or made another statement on why she turned down to perform at the Super Bowl, because of the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, mm-hmm. and she said, um, but you know, I love I love that song, and I'm, I know me and Maroon 5 have many performance opportunities coming up soon, which confuses me, because the song has been out for a long time, and they have never performed it. 
So, what do you mean this performance? That, dude, you're you're going to be promoting the song? I hope you just mean you're showing up at a concert My... or something. Because I, I see you guys on TV singing Girls Like You. I'm going to be like, really? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> my mom we were talking about it this morning my mom was like um no my dad was like I don't even know if I don't think I know any Maroon 5 songs and I was like there's no way I was no he really on cause I started singing I sang like the popular singles yes I sang she will be loved I sang this love and he was just like moves like Jagger like, I I was anything I was a little taken aback that's surprising and then my mom's like it's okay he's old I was like, he's literally three years older than you. What? <laughs> it's okay, he's old. And then, and then my mom's like, but I love Maroon Five. And and then she asked if we had talked about the controversy. And I was like, which controversy? The controversy, like the controversy, or the controversy that no one wants Maroon Five to be at this Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I can't believe in less than well, probably about maybe twenty four hours mm-hmm. from this recording. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know what they're going to do. <laughs> I have no clue. Like, they posted some pictures from, like, their Super Bowl rehearsals, and it said no phones, no videos, no social medias during, like, the halftime or during this performance. Or, no, if you're, like, in a certain area, I guess probably, like, the pit or somewhere close to the stage, which is good. I'm glad yeah. they're having that rule because there's literally no point in filming anything at the Super Bowl. You know it's going to be perf- filmed mm-hmm. it's gonna have a be- better film than whatever you can do so just be there and enjoy it and be a part of the video mm-hmm. and then watch it later that's I what I would do I also saw I don't know if it was fake or not they're gonna do that Spongebob song what Spongebob song the Sweet Victory the one they perform at the Dome like honestly that's a that's a really really strong rumor low key I need to look that up but low key probably would be the best part of their set. I saw two people share it on Facebook. Really? So I was like, okay, maybe this is going to happen. What was the source? Do you Um, it? it was... I didn't read what this... I didn't see what the source oh, was. Whatever. We'll look it up later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they do, I honestly... Oh, I, they should bring out... Oh, they should bring out the cast of Spongebob because they're on Broadway right now. Oh. Ooh, iconic. Maroon 5! Checks, checks! Checks! Um... <laughs> we need that money... Um, okay, number eight is wow. God, I'm saying wow. I heard, I was watching this video today from Genius.com, well, on their YouTube channel, mm-hmm. but they were talking about like who, their prediction for the Grammys, basically. Mm-hmm. And I found out through that video that Post Malone's team or his label, I guess, talked to the Grammys, or I don't know if they actually, actually talked to the Grammys, or at least how they submitted him. They made him omitted from all of the rap categories and only put him in the pop categories even though more than 50% of his music is rapping and that makes no sense well it makes sense because when they were explaining it they said they were probably trying to avoid another Macklemore situation when okay. Macklemore won all those rap Grammys over Kendrick Lamar and everyone was like but mm. That doesn't make any sense. Mm. So obviously, you know, the Grammy people voted for Macklemore and Ryan Lewis because they know who Macklemore and Ryan Lewis are because their songs were super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and now here we are with Post Malone. His songs are also su- super popular. So, and the Grammy people were like, you know, whose who songs did you hear more this year? Um, this is a really hard one to go off of. But wh- whose songs did you hear more this year? Drake, Post Malone, 
Kendrick Lamar or like Cardi B? Post Malone. So who do you think would win? Post Malone. Because that's more people are probably more associated mm-hmm. um, with that. Because we already know they're not giving Drake any rap categories because they gave Hotline Bling best rap song and he doesn't rap in that song. So. <sighs> Moving on. The Grammys. <laughs> the Grammys. Um, what are the Grammys? They are February 10th, coming up okay. next week. Um, <sighs> what a week. Honestly, so, right. Honestly, what a week. What a week. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was interesting that they only wanted to put him in the pop categories. Mm. Which makes sense why Better Now was nominated for Best Pop Vocal. I said, really? Hmm. Like Post Malone? <laughs> for singing? Not saying he can't sing, but he said I, out loud I didn't, he can't sing. Yeah, I didn't think that was like his specialty or his strong suit. But mm. we'll no, see. Number seven is happier. I want you to be happier. happier. I found out when I was, I think, doing my notes for this podcast that happier is their first song, or their only other song to chart on the Hot 100, besides Pompeii. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Like chart like I even under, at yeah, like ninety two. Exactly. I thought I figured hit wise, sure, but yeah, not even charted. Wow. Which is insane because their second album's like my favorite thing they've ever done so Interesting. far. Um Interesting. And I guess since I was such a fan, I didn't really even notice. I'm like, I listen to the songs all the time. Yeah. Like, to me, they're popular. Is Bastille just him or is it the band? It's a band. So has he ever been on the chart, like by himself, like as a feature? He, he's never done a feature that's not Bastille. Oh, okay. He does features with the band. He's like a true one. Okay. <laughs> he does features with his that. band. <laughs> I respect that. So. Okay. Cool. Um, number six is Hi Even though he's performed these features without his band, it's still under the name Bastille. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> well, like, if he, if he com- if he's coming out, mm. say, like, somebody else is set, mm-hmm. you're not going to kick out <laughs> that person's band for <laughs> Just shove all the equipment like, hey, out. Okay, let me use your drums for a second. <laughs> Number six is high hopes. I do have high, high hopes for the living. Number five is sicko mode. Travis Scott. Number four is thank you, next. I was so up. shocked that went up. I was like, wait, thank you, next is going up. I don't think thank you, next is going up. I think sicko mode was going down. Uh-huh. But I was like, really? We're not all concerned about another song that's mm. on this list mm-hmm. like we're still listening to thank you next <laughs> <laughs> number um three is sunflower which is such a sweet little song i love it it's such a song. good song such a good song fits very well with the mm. aesthetic of the movie too number two is without me halsey and number one oh do you have something to say no but um well, Halsey's making a bunch of comments. I don't even want to talk about Halsey. Never mind. Are you sure? She's just making a bunch of making a bunch of comments. How, um, like women in pop today are being forced, or they have to be super original artists, or they don't get any attention. And she was talking about how men are all doing the same thing, work with the same writers and producers, all dress the same, yet they're all so popular. And and honestly. I'm I'm all for like I claim to be a feminist for the most part and I'm all for empowering women and all that stuff but I thought that was like such a far stretch to say that because I'm like okay first of all all females work with the same people too 
I can we can go to the credits and I can see the same five writers on all these different pop songs. So that didn't make any sense. Dressing the same, I will agree with. I do think that females, when it comes to fashion, society paints it that they need to stand out mm-hmm. or they need to do something completely outlandish to look different from her or to whatever. Um, so I do agree with that, but I think, I don't... I feel like she's got a lot of, I don't know. Because I feel like there's a lot of... I know currently, right now, there's not too many women, especially in pop, because, you know, rap is kind of the main genre right uh-huh. now, mm-hmm. that, like, are making top 10, top 20 hits, but... They're still they're still charting. Mm-hmm. They're still making good songs, and I don't know. So I thought those comments were just a little a little too far. And there's a lot of people who who make these grand claims. Um, but the other artist, she said that oh someone someone tweeted and said oh why isn't this girl song all over the radio? It's so good and it's like a ballad. And she said well I guess oh she said well ballads don't get played on the radio. Basically she said ballads don't get played on the radio unless you're a guy. And I was like, really? I said, you think, why did you have to make your whole comment into a sexist comment? Maybe your song is not played on the radio because, one, people don't really know you, or it's just not that good of a song. I didn't hear the song, but maybe it's not that good of a song. Are you even promoting it mm-hmm. to radio? Like, why, why, did you have to, why did you have to say, unless you're a guy? I'm like, there, and I, I tweeted back so fast. I said, there's many girls who've had number one hits with ballads. And I listed off, like, five different songs. I said, so... Mm. It's not a female thing, it's a you thing. But don't turn it into a sexist thing when it's just a you thing. And I think that's a problem that... It's so much easier to play the sexist card than it is to play like, well, maybe it's me. Mm. What can I do? But was is irre- Paul, just stop complaining. You got a number one hit. So. Is irreplaceable Well, about- I shouldn't say stop complaining, but... I think it's more like a mid-tempo. Because okay. it has a groove. That was number one, though, right? Mm-hmm, fuck. Seven weeks, I think. That's what I thought. Like I'm, just, I'm just thinking no, of, no, no. of ballads that were number weeks. one. Or something. It was her longest running number one. I can't remember the amount of weeks. Oh, of but. course it was. Toodle, toodle. <laughs> okay, it was number one. Number one. We all know what it is. It's Seven Rings, uh, Ariana Grande. I, I get it. I got it. Ugh. Yeah, so Seven Rings debuts at number one. Yes. This is her second song in one, less than whenever Thank You Next came out to debut at number one. Uh-huh. And Ariana becomes the first artist... I believe I think it was artists in general, not just female artists, who had her her first two number one songs were debuts at number one. I think the list was Britney, Mariah, someone else, right? To debut, yeah, to I debut s- at number one. I saw a tweet. I might be I might be thinking of the wrong tweet. No, but I-, I think you. I think your tweet is in reference to. Because I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I thought that was in reference to... Actually, I don't know what that was in reference to. No, I thought that that was what... I thought that that was the list of la- maybe. Maybe ladies who had done it. Oh. Well, maybe it is. But really, because what was... Hit Me Baby One More Time, or Baby One More Time, and then I didn't think she had another number one from that Let's see. album. I really Any thought... Any Britney Spears fans? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tweet us live. <laughs> um, baby, one, baby, 
Oh my gosh. So it says Seven Rings and then lyricist Oscar Hammerstein number two or the second. It's like, okay, we we know that it's a sample, but we don't have to put him as the lyricist. You do. That's, that's, you gotta get credit. That's how you get sued. (laughs) But did, did she take any of the words? Buy myself all of my favorite things. Okay. Plagiarism. It's just the melody. He wrote the melody, so that's uh, all that matters. Um, what was this? Sometimes. Yeah, there's no way that David are number one. Aha! Okay. Grande is the third female artist to have two or more songs that debuted at number one, joining Mariah Carey and Britney Spears. Okay, so not, but not their first number ones in debut. Because Britney Spears... Britney Spears had to... Had, like, Hold Me... Hold It Against Me debuted at number one. And then maybe something in the past debuted at number mm. one. Ariana is the first... With her first two number ones. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, th- I thought I was saying it wrong, but I mm. knew that there was something in there. Yeah. Okay. So... Gotta be yeah, that figure. I'm... This is... This is Ariana's... I'm trying to compare this to... This is probably Ariana's... Who's a good comparison from, like, the last generation? This is probably, like, her Rihanna mm. loud mm. era in terms of, like, popularity and, like, just off across-the-board hits because that's Rihanna's album with the most number one. She had three number ones with on what? the album. Only Girl in the World, mm-hmm. What's My Name, mm. and S&M. S&M was number one? Mm-hmm. Really? Thanks to that Britney Spears remix. Ah, uh. Sure did. Just slid it right up there. <laughs> Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Brittany. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so that is the top ten. So let's jump into some new music, shall we? Mm-hmm. So like always with our new music, we are going to play a sample of the song so you kinda, guys kind of know what we're talking about, and then we'll give our thoughts. So the first song we have to talk about is the lead debut single by... The last Fifth Harmony member actually to put out a single of her own in this low key featuring Tyga by Ali Brooke. It's lonely. We could fly out to Ibiza and get cozy. All your friends are looking for you, they don't know where you're at. Cause you left with me and slipped out the back. Low key, low key, you should really get to So, Ali's debut solo single. Um, I said this is interesting. Why are you making that? Kaylee is making a face, y'all, and I don't know why. Because this is like the Walmart brand Havana. How offensive. How Um, offensive? I I agree with you on... Loki, Loki, Havana. No, no, no. no, no. I agree with you. That's in my notes. Oh, okay. I agree with you that it sounds like Havana, but the Walmart version... Um, no, I, I said, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I said this is interesting, and I didn't really, I didn't really know what to expect music-wise from Ali. I heard her sing a couple of her other songs, like in performances, and they more seemed like Ali, like they were cute, and they were like they were cute, and that seems like Ali to me. This I wasn't really expecting. I guess this necessarily from her. I didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. but she's tapping into the Spanish J Lo part. Of her, especially in the video, she looks just like a young yeah. J Lo. Yeah. 
And I said, I think that's smart because, you know, Latin music is pretty I popular. I see J-Lo doing this song, too. As well. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, it reminds me... I said, because of the Latin elements, it does remind me a little of Havana because of that. Um, especially, too, with the... This is like when the beat kicks in, or the bass kicks in. It is very reminiscent of when how the beat kicks into Havana. But, hey, they both Latin, so... <laughs> um, I said the production. I said uh, da, 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 da. the chorus is catchy and fun. Yes, I love saying low key. That's already one of my favorite phrases. So now that there's a song, I think that helps me like the song more because I'm like, I love saying low key, and the melody of the melody of the verse and the choruses though, um, are too similar to me. Mm. Like it doesn't. There's not that much dynamic range in the song. Um, I said I do like the beat is really good in the production that that bass slaps when it comes in especially on the chorus mm-hmm. um, the song has a lot of personality especially like with the pre-chorus like that I can't imagine that's the part where she goes um, your friends are wondering where you at but you left with me something out the back I can't really see, that lyric seems very not standard like pop like I can't see like a lot of people saying that lyric I see that that's a very specific mm-hmm. oh I want to like say this or write this so I mm-hmm. thought that gives it a little more personality than just your basic generic lyrically written at least mm-hmm. um, pop song I said thank you Tyga um, oh and also Allie's also always had a lot of personality she always had the most personality in the group I mean besides Camila I guess but um, so thank you, Tyga, for sticking to the theme and for trying. Mm. Because that's the one thing with rap features. I was like, okay, I don't need Tyga's verse to be anything spectacular. I just need him to commit, stick to the theme, <laughs> and just have it work with the song. Please just help a girl out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I thought he came through pretty well. I like that he kept the original melody at the beginning of his verse. I said, yes, thank you for just tying it all together. That's all I ask for you. Thank you so much. Um, but I really wanted to hear vocals from Allie, and I was so disappointed. Well, she kind of did in the background, like a little bit, like a little itty bitty bit. Yeah. Kind of. I guess, but I was just like Allie just has this big voice, and like she can hit notes, and I was just, you know, I want all the girls to succeed. So I'm like, no, show me your best, like right <laughs> away. Obviously, we know there's more music to come, but mm-hmm. I was just really wanting her to I'm like, sing. Um, uh, that's what I want from all of them, really. Just sing! Show them you can sing! <laughs> but, yeah, and I said she kills the choreography in the music, vi- music yeah, video. Yeah, that's what I listened to. I was so surprised by because, you know, Allie was the weakest dancer in the group, and she was made fun of a lot because of her dancing. I thought she definitely improved a lot that last period of Fifth Harmony when they were just the four as you could definitely see that she, it was something she was working on and I'm I'm really proud of her for even with all the ridicule she gets for it she can she, she continued she said no I'm gonna get better at this mm-hmm. this is what I want to do and I'm gonna show them that y'all been sleeping on me and I was like okay Allie mm-hmm. gotta give you your props where props are due yeah I mean yeah, I, I could definitely tell, like, in the music video that she really did not want to dance. She just wanted to, to lay down and, like, sing. No, I think she... What do really? You mean? What do you... I don't think... I don't think she would have danced if she didn't want to dance. Mm. Well, because I noticed, like, it was, like, more like... Looking, 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 looking. 
she's not a dancer. Well, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm surprised she did. She, I mean, I'm, I'm very glad that she tried. Yeah. That's all I have to say. But I do kind of really enjoy the song. It's very catchy, like you said. It's, it's catchy. To us plebeians of the pop world, yeah. it's just like, Loki, Loki, Loki. Yeah, it's a simple, it's a simple, simple catchy. Simple song, yes. You know what I mean? It's not anything too complex. It doesn't take, like, I was grooving and moving, like, first yeah. listen. Like, I think it's through. a great debut single-ish. I... I'll have to hear how it sounds on the radio, mm. maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just I don't know what I want. I want so many <laughs> things from all of them. Like this just seems like a buzz single to me. I'm like, doesn't seem like a buzz single, or am I just saying that because I didn't get more so what I? Was well, what did you want? I wanted her to sing. I didn't know what I wanted. I just wanted her to. S- uh. I wanted more of a. I wanted more of like a pop, a more pop vibe, mm-hmm. and more like pop, more like. Uh, I don't really know how to explain this. Less of a a rhythmic chorus, like Loki. You should. That's more based on like the rhythm, not just singing a bunch of notes or anything. And more like a more like a melodic mm. chorus. That's but that's just me, and that's maybe because I like more. I I write melodic choruses when I write songs. <laughs> I don't really write rhythmic mm-hmm. choruses. So that's like the one thing I was like, I wanted vocals, but it's all good. Mm. All right, anything else? Mm-mm. All right, cool. Let us know what you guys think about Allie Brooke and Tyga's Loki. Loki, Loki. And also, maybe if you say it really fast, I would keep thinking of Loki. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, is he going to make an appearance Loki. in the video? He should have. Right, and Loki in, in costume, too. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Too, too much of a budget. Didn't have the budget for that. Okay, so the next song we have to talk about is What a Time featuring Niall Horan by Julia Michaels. I guess I means you're close by My throat is gonna dry And my heart is racing I haven't been by your side In a minute but I Think about it sometimes Even though I know It's not so distant Oh I know I still wanna Reminisce it I think of the night In the park it was getting dark And we stayed up for hours What a time so the first thing I wrote down, and this is me writing this down halfway through her first verse, I said, does she ever not have an emotional anxiety situation? <laughs> like all of her songs, all these emotionally strenuous situations yeah. where she's getting anxiety or she's feeling like this way. I'm like, do you always feel that way? Because honestly, when I see her in interviews or just in general, she kind of just give off that vibe. I'm like, mm-hmm. are you always just like, <laughs> like geez girl I've never heard you That's sing anything else like, I you know what I'm so glad and you even, brought that up and even so cause I, even when I, I think about the songs that she's written for other people and even those I'm like even those are people are like emotion feeling pleading things I'm like do you just not <laughs> the only way you know how to feel but um, I said the song is so pretty I really, yeah, it is. Um, I said Julia has a really good ear and pen for pop melodies, and that's something I'm more realizing as of lately. I'm like, she's actually really good at. I like the, a lot of the melodies and stuff mm-hmm. in there. So the writing, yeah, the writing on the song is just great. Um, I like that how she paints me a picture. Yeah, even though she picture, is exactly tells, like you just said, story. she does paint a picture. Yeah, oh, yeah, very good lyrics. 
The only thing is that when she's saying, okay, I just, I just, I, I had to look it up. Yeah. She's saying, um, you cling to my body like you wanted it forever. I thought when I listened to it the first time, I thought she's saying, you cleaned my body like you wanted it forever. Oh. So I got really like Ooh. anxious myself. Oh, hot like, Ooh. okay, like, where do I tattoo this on me? Oh, my like, God. you clean my body. Clean oh. my body like oh. <laughs> Julia. Oh. <laughs> Miss Michaels. <laughs> Miss Michaels of Finesse. Right. Um, but I think the chorus just feels yeah. magical. And I love it because it's just such the simplicity. Yes. And the, what a time, what a time, what a time. It's definitely one of those summer songs. You have the window open. Yeah. And you drive in down or something, or the highway or the street. What a time, what a time. Yeah. And Niles sounds fantastic. That's my next thing. Oh my good gosh. to hear Niles' voice again. He sounds so good. I'm like, I hear that rasp, mm. Niall. Mm. I'm that hearing Irish some, rasp. I'm hearing some rasp, mm. Niall. Collaborate with Lauren Haragi, thanks. Um. <laughs> It'll just be a rasp off. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and Niles actually in the studio cooking up his second album, so yeah. I'm very excited to hear what he, mm. he will be coming with at least there's a couple of the One Direction boys that we can count on to do something. <laughs> um, but I love that the production builds with the emotions. Like yeah. the more emotive the lyrics get, you can hear that in the production. I always think that's a sign of a really good song because that means production is matching lyrics and that's not always the case as I'm sure you can probably think of a few examples. Um, I just I wish there was more clear harmony moments though mm. between them I think that was a very missed opportunity just because they both sounded really good mm -hmm. on the song and there are there are a couple of moments where they're singing together but I just wish it was more prominent yeah um, the harmonies and whatnot um, yeah I would love for I would love to hear this on the radio yeah and so I hope they make it a single uh, well hold on I don't know if it's gonna be a single though I just, I just, I just want to hear it on the radio. So for me to hear it on the radio it needs to be a single. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's all I care. <laughs> I want to hear Shane's it. Shane's ready for the, for like the business part of it. Yeah, and I just, yeah, I want to see a music video. I'm just more excited. Well, I like her and I like her parts, but I just hearing Niall again. It's just yeah, you know, I haven't heard him in a, in a since 2017 really. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I can't. I can't believe that. Mm -hmm. Slow hands. That's crazy. I know. To me, I was listening to slow hands. The other day, I'm like, this song feels like it just came out. I know. This is a good song. Come on, now. Um, anything else you would like to add about what is happening? No, I just really, I, just that one part that really freaked me out, and then the rest of it was just like, I, I felt myself in the car. What a time, what a time, time. And then she changed it to uh, the end to what, what a, a lie. What a lie. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what a lie where is the lie progression of story okay um <laughs> do you know who she is <laughs> right okay so the next song we have is change your mind by tori kelly on me and now i can't let him go Trust in me, I'm a need your 
So with this song, I said this is Kelly's, fir- not Kelly, sorry. This is Tori's first pop song since 2015, mm-hmm. I believe. Last year she put out a gospel album, but this is the last pop stuff we've heard from her since like Should Have Been Us, or what was her other popular song? There was two of them. It was Should Have Been Us and... Should Have Been Us, that sounds familiar. It Should Have Been Us. You should have been the greatest, should have been a perfect storm. Oh. Been See, I'm, n- I'm really not a huge, like, country into pop person. So, Tori Kelly was a country, right? No. no? She's a pop. Oh, she was on the, she was on a show. I think she was on, like, X Factor or something. I think so. I don't really know much of her beginnings. But you don't remember, she was a whole, She and she should, well, this is she my She was note. in Sing, the movie. This is my note. She should be a lot bigger than she is like she should have blown up when her first album came out which should have been us and i can't i need to, sorry i need to look up what the other song is called because that was more popular than should have been us and she was oh. at, remember she was at every award show yes i do know that and she, like and but i don't know what happened but while i'm looking up the song um i said tori is keeping what she learned from her gospel album mm-hmm. and putting that into a more pop world I said she's got vocals on here, soul, a little bit of rasp, the word of the day, rasp. And that rasp. <laughs> yeah, that rasp. I said her voice is so pretty and powerful. Yes. Um, I love the simplicity of the production, also the word of the day. And I love the gospel background vocals, or gospel style background vocals. I think those work very well. Uh, the chorus is my favorite part. I love... The prominent chords that are played that you can really hear them they're defined i think that adds like some mm-hmm. to the song and then i love the um, the harmonies on the mind the mind i can't i don't remember it off the top of my head but the mind uh, and the chorus my... yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that part i think the har- that it was so unexpected for me because the rest of the chorus is a certain tone so mm-hmm. when she did that i was like oh that's interesting there's the pop part mm-hmm. um Said, but she gave also gave us gives us a little some little singing moments mm-hmm. on the bridge, which I thought was good. And then I like the soft outro for a nice bit of contrast. Mm. I do like her voice. Her yeah. voice. I mean, like I just said, she was in sing, and she played the elephant. And yes, that's right. Yes, I fell asleep during that movie. And pff, so did my mom. <laughs> Not because it wasn't good. A lot of these animated movies. Sometimes I watch like near the time I'm going to bed and I'm really tired so I just end up falling asleep. Mm-hmm. But, but she, I remember going, oh my gosh, this girl can really sing. And then I did, I mean, I just really liked, like you said, like the melody's really good. The chords are really good. The, her voice in the, in the harmonies are really good. But it's nobody, still, it's still powerful enough to get the point across. Nobody love. This one. Oh, okay. And this one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the song. Okay. I didn't know that was her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, she had two good pop songs, and y'all slept. But um, <laughs> I said, my last note is she should she should be bigger. I said Scooter do better, because she's managed by Scooter oh. Braun. If you can do what you can do for Who Justin... Who is managed by him? Honestly, at this point, I don't even know. Who I think is, he's like, trying what to, does he do? I think he's trying to manage BTS, too, like in America. Uh-oh. And I'm like, do you do too much? He also has like production company and like he does all these things. Hmm. I'm not trying to be him, so uh, 
a scooter. But yeah, he needs to do better with Tori Kelly, and he needs to do he he needs to do better with Carly Rae Jepsen. That's all mm. I'm asking. Mm. If you can do for you, you're doing amazing things, Ariana, the last couple years, and you did amazing things with Justin and during his comeback. So I'm gonna need you to share the wealth. <laughs> share the wealth to the people that deserve. Ariana doesn't need any more help. Okay. She can just get off by her name. She got hers, okay. Right? She, she got her. She got two number ones. She got hers. Let's help some other girls out now. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, is that it for yep. that song? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Next record we have to talk about is Get Your Roll On by, featuring Tory Lanez by the king of auto-tune, T-Pain. Okay. I'm talking so low. I got that wake up by your baby. Make sure everybody in it gets your roll on. Shade. There yeah. is a rumor. Have you have you watched The Mask Singer? No, but I've heard a lot about it. Um, me and my mom are obsessed. We watch every is it week. Like, is it kind of similar to the voice style where they can't see and they have to guess? Yes, but they're in costumes. Oh. So they're in it's based off a South Korean show, of course, because America can't come up with anything else. And America. it's <laughs> these like B-list, C-list celebrities that are singing in these costumes. Their voices are auto-tuned, so when they're talking... Oh, so they're celebrities. Yeah. So, like, um, last week they uncovered Tori Spelling Mm -hmm. was underneath singing, and then... But they... People are conspirizing, or whatever, that T-Pain is in one of the costumes. Oh, because it's auto-tuned? No. Oh. Well, when they're singing, it's their real voice, but when they're talking... No one knows who they are. Oh, they have like a voice effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really it's a cool show. What channel does it come on? It comes on Fox fourteen. And when does it come on? Wednesdays at nine. Okay, I might have to check it. Out. It's honestly, oh, you'll get obsessed. Well, you might. I mean, it's up. I mean, I uh, know I've heard like I've heard so many people talk about mm-hmm. it. So. It's really and people. But anyways, do you, people do, think do do. do does the audience watching, like us watching, do we know who's no. singing? Or we gotta guess, too? We guess, too. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. No, and so, like, the show gives you, they do, like, a package where the, the person in the costume in their auto-tuned voice gives you clues about who they are without being direct. Okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely will have to And check Nicole Shearing is arranging is a judge. Oh. It's really fun. It's a weekly thing. Yeah, it's Ooh. weekly. Let us know if you would like to see a mass singer segment on the podcast. Cause maybe we can try to guess. Oh, that would be that's that would be great. Well, they already unmasked four, five people. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll talk about. It. We'll talk about it. It's really good. I okay. think Donny Osmond's in the Peacock. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So get your roll on Tory Lanez, T Pain, um, King of Auto Tune. Yes. Y'all, he's been doing this way before any of your faves are doing it mm. now. So let's, let's pay some respect mm. and some homage for a second. To the king of auto-tune. Okay. Mm. So I said T-Pain and Soulja Boy really influenced a lot of the artists in today's generation. Mm. Like just with um, the 
the dance trappy rap style of like the nonchalant list like you know like pretty boy swag and stuff like that and then t-pain with autotune like who what rapper and even a lot of pop and r&b people who ain't who's not singing with autotune mm-hmm. a lot of influence that people really should you know it doesn't seem like that way because they're still like actively doing stuff and it wasn't really that long ago like mm-hmm. i mean 10 years is a long time but it's not like a long time mm-hmm. so um but i i just say the lyrics are kind of cringy in t-pain's verse um at least but it has a nice catchy pop chorus Everybody get your roll on. I like. I want. I'm already choreographing a dance to mm-hmm. it in my head as I was listening to it. Too bad the rest. Well, never mind. Um, but I said Tory Lanez really makes the song for me. Um, when I was listening to the song and I'm watching the video, and this dude starts singing, I'm like, it's a dude, right? Yeah. It's not a girl. Because I literally, literally, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is amazing. Who's singing? And then I was like, oh, oh, that's a boy. Yeah, a lot of. He's my high voice. That's okay. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of R&B singers do, which I don't. I don't know. It's just the way he came in. The way yeah, yeah. he enters the song. And he has that high... Not high pitch, but, like, soulful, like, womanly, like, entrance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just what I heard. I have to listen again, too. I don't, I don't remember yeah, exactly I'm, how he comes in, but... Um, yeah, but I think he really makes a song for me. I think his voice... I really like his voice on this. Um, and I would dance to this song if I heard it out somewhere. Or oh, came yeah. At a party. I would, I would definitely get my role on. <laughs> Sign me up. See what I did there? Um, but yeah, I wish his verse, though, was not as cringy. Mm. I didn't listen to the lyrics. I just was just like, hey, hey, yeah. hey. Well, I, yeah, I, I did both. yelling at I me. All right. Because I'm like, what? I'm trying to get better at lyrics. Uh. You know, that's like one of my goals for 2019. So mm. I make sure I'm reading along with the lyrics. And that, that actually has been helping some songs make more sense to me right mm. away. Like some songs I'd be like, oh my gosh, that was so nice. Like I'll, I'll hear things um, a lot better. And actually, that's one of the big things about the next song. That we have to talk about uh-huh. anything else you wanted to uh-uh. okay the next song we have to talk about is heartbreak by hunter hayes Patient, awkward but the ice is breaking i've been in some shit relationships but i remain an optimist it's not a game i'm playing it's not a thrill i'm chasing more like a space i'm saving and i don't even know your name but if it gets me to you So Hunter Hayes is another artist that should be bigger than he is. Mm-hmm. Where, why didn't he blow up after Wanted was all over the place? Mm-hmm. I bought that album. I don't know what Wanted um, is. Um, I wanna make you... This is terrible singing. I wanna make you feel wanted. I wanna um, wrap you up. Okay. Wanna kiss your lips. That's okay. Hold you forever. Great song. But, um... Whatever happened to Bonnie? Like, I know this is not Hunter Sam Hayes. Hunt. I, we're not talking about him. Ooh. 
I'm. Oh, the I'm, shade. It's not the shade because I love him, and that's why we're not talking about him. Because you're right. What happened to Body Like a Back Road? That was on every freaking day. The top five hit, and you didn't capitalize. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, sorry, it's guys. Okay. He, sorry. He, Sam Hunt has said that he just isn't his. I'm. This is not a quote, but his desires to write music is not the same in his 30s as it was in his 20s. Mm. I guess he's got a lot of other things in his life. He still tours actively and does stuff, so I don't understand how you would want to tour the same hmm. songs. But recently-ish married, so maybe they're just doing... You know what I mean? Mm. He's living his life. Mm-hmm. He did put out a song last year called Downtown's Dead, which is a, it's a fine song, but at this point, I'm like, okay, but where's Sam Hunt to? Like, the first album was huge, then you had Body Like a Back Road. Like, we need progression in your career. Mm. Capitalize! <laughs> but, anyways. Anyways. So, Hunter Hayes. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, what a positive and different way to look at heartbreaks. Because um, um, he's talking about taking every breakup as just a or looking at every breakup as a step to finding mm-hmm. like your one true love and I think I like that perspective because a lot of people when they do break up they get very sad mm-hmm. and very distraught and he's more looking at it as why would I be sad about breaking up with someone that wasn't the one for me mm-hmm. when okay great well I got I got all of those lessons or whatever from that relationship so I can help them apply for when I'm in the one that's meant to be. So I do like that, and, and he's also talking about, which which is like a thought for me, I guess, because I've, my biggest issue, getting personal for a second, my biggest issue with dating is I don't want to get hurt. Like, I don't want to necessarily... Not, yes, not, tell me more. I'm not concerned about breaking up, necessarily. <laughs> I just... I don't want to get hurt. Because, you know, I, I'm i a lover. I mm-hmm. love hard, and I put my all into stuff like that. So, the thought of constantly having that happen kind of makes me not really think or care too much about, like, dating... Or being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Not dating, but being in a relationship. So... Um, I like that he said something along the lines of it's better to basically that it's better to try and find out than not have the nerve to do it at all. And I was like, okay, maybe I can maybe apply that to my life instead of just being like, oh, I'm just going to wait. The one for me will just show up and I'll just know. Mm-hmm. And yet, here I am in 2019. No, um, Trust me. But <laughs> trust me. Um, yes, so it's a nice blend. Yeah, stay optimistic. Yeah, a nice blend of country with some major pop elements. Um, I'm surprised that he had a, he had he had the opportunity to go like uber pop, but he didn't. So yeah. I can respect staying with the the country sounds, even though the world's the genres as the years go by, the genres are getting just less and less definitive Mm -hmm. which is okay i don't think that i think genres limit artists because like well that doesn't sound country so well what sounds country sounds country to me what doesn't sound country to me oh great i didn't make the song for you so suck it (laughs) but hunter has always had an honest 
straightforward approach to his lyrics and storytelling and I think that makes him very charming and that has he does that here in this song as well like he just feels like when I listen to a Hunter Hayes song for the most part I feel like I'm sitting down with him and he's like telling me about like his relationships or like his life or like whatever I feel like he's talking directly to someone or whoever he's speaking to so I think that uh, works very well for his style and the the you 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 parts um, I can't remember how it goes, but it's at the end of the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so unexpected, but it's so catchy, it makes you want to hear it again. Like, I was ready to hear that part again after the first time I listened to it, because I was like, ooh, what was that? Mm-hmm. That was so different and interesting, because the rest of that, the rest of that chorus is pretty, like, same melody, same melody, <laughs> same melody, which is fine. That's, like, pop mm-hmm. structure, but then that part was just so unexpected. I was like, oh, that's different. I like that. Them pop elements. Um... So yeah, um, yeah, I like the song a lot actually. Yeah, see, it's a little too on the countryside for me, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Like, body like a back road was about my limit, like almost. And I mean, his voice is really good. I love the message because you know I've I've been through the ringer. I understand. What is it, sorry, question. Yes. What is it about? country because I'm always curious to know when people say they don't listen to country music that's like the one genre universally that a lot of people say they don't like or don't listen to is it what is it is it like the twang is it the the lyrics and storytelling or is it like the guitars and banjos no I think it's a mixture too much and no I think it's a mixture of the lyrics and the mm, I think it's a it's like 60% 60% lyrics, 40% music. For me, at least. I just can't do it with the I love you so much like my dog in the backyard. Like, I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, Body Like a Back country Road. country music's defense, I haven't heard a lot of country music that sounds like that. I don't listen to those artists. <laughs> because? I don't have the time. Ah! But like I think I think that's so interesting that you said about the lyrics. I think country music has some of the best Oh, absolutely. Storytelling. Yeah. I'm not saying and I don't listen to country music or like country music mm-hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. I like certain country artists mm-hmm. and certain country songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna say I like the genre necessarily, but there's certain things that I like about it. And the storytelling is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. I think it's oh, I don't know. It's just me going to Texas Roadhouse is about as much as I can do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, anytime I listen to country, I'm like, mmm, stink. Stink. Mmm. <laughs> That's fair enough. Okay, so, what, sorry, what were we saying about... Yeah, no, I like the message. I like his voice a lot. And then, um... Very talented. I feel like you just sang me his other song. Yeah, I want it. Doesn't it sound the same? I... I can't recall the top of my head. Uh-huh. Um, I can't really recall how this one goes off the top of my head, mm. by the way. Um, but I don't think so. One is a s- slow oh, ballad song. Like I said, uh, well, you and me both, like, I can't think yeah, of it yeah. off the top of my head. Anyways, um, not good. Okay, so the next song we have is I'm So Tired by Lauv and Troy Savant. Killing my lonely nights with strangers And when they leave I go back to my song I hold on, I hear 
looking people in the universe make a song called I'm So Tired. Sorry. The song is called I'm So Tired dot dot dot. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this was the most random didn't even think about but makes sense yeah. collaboration. I, I said the same thing. I was like I think I'm gonna like yeah. this. When they announced that they were collaborating and I liked I love both artists. Love Lauv. Yeah. Love Troy. I was... My first initial thought was, wow, I never even thought about this combination, but it makes so much sense. Yeah. Why was this never even a thought? To mm-hmm. me? And I'm n- normally always like, oh, this person should work with this person. Never. Yeah. I missed that boat. But uh, I said the chorus didn't need to be that catchy. <laughs> like, why'd you have to make the chorus so catchy, Lauv? You didn't have so to do that. I'm so tired of love songs, so tired of love songs, tired of love songs, tired of love. Um, just I'm not tired of love, but I'm gonna jam. Right. <laughs> um, but the chorus is catchy. That That's in a positive way, not a negative way. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think Troy sounds really good, and this is something I just noticed about Troy. He sounds, like, Troy, I said Troy sounds good and sounds like Troy. Yeah. And I said, in parentheses, I'll explain. I said, it sounds like his part was, like, tailor-made for him. Even the production around him sounds like it would be, like, a part of a Troy Sivan song. Mm-hmm. So whoever, I don't know if that's was in the production stage or if that was in, like, the vocal production stage, but whoever was handling Troy's parts, they were like, we're going to make you shine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so We're going to make this about you, sweetie. I mean, hey. <laughs> um, I said it's not my favorite Lauv song. I said, but it is catchy. I can't spell. I said, but it's catchy. Yeah. I said, it's a catchy and cute collab to hold us over before his album. I said, Troy really makes the song for me, though. Um, but same thing I said about the Julia Michaels and Niall Horan song. I wish I could distinguish their voices a little more, especially on that last chorus. I'm pretty sure they're trading back and forth. Yeah. But, and not even that their voices sound similar, but they both have, like, these softer... Whiny. Yeah, more voices. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you're singing something that's like, I'm so tired of us, so tired of, Like, this is very, like, rhythmic. Yeah. It's kind of hard to distinguish more. But, yeah, Troy sounds great in the song. Lao yes, sounds great, too. Uh, yeah, so, not my favorite. I kind of... Really? Yeah, I just... Now that they did collaborate, I'm thinking of, oh, man, this is not what I would have done. Really? What would you have done? I would have... This is exactly what I expected. Really? Yes. I expected something a little more... Well, I guess Troy has been on the more uppity-up wave from since his album Bloom, but I was expecting something a little more... Maybe not expecting. Maybe I wanted something more... In the vein of like a wild or like uh, everyone likes a wild. They sure do. Ew, man. Um, but something that was more, more. I don't even know how to. I'm. I'm, I'm thinking. My thought is nostalgic feeling, but that's not it. Something more. I don't know. Hmm. This is just. I can't necessarily think right now what I would have done if I was like ANRing them or something, but. Yeah, I would have done something not as upbeat. 
That's what mm. I'm trying to say. Not as upbeat, but mm. not as dancey, mm. but it's still a good song. So. Mm-hmm. All right, the last song we have to talk about from our new music is Swan Song by Dua Lipa. Only I see all the diamonds, diamonds breaking down. I won't stay quiet, I won't stay quiet. Cause stay in silence, the same as dying. I won't stay quiet, the flick is burning now. This is not a, this is not a swan, swan song. This is not a, this is not a swan, swan song. We just gotta, we just gotta hold on to now. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was from the say motion from picture, the movie, but I don't know what the movie is called. Uh, it's called Alita, Alita Battle Angel or something. Gotcha. So I love the message and the feel of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, staying w- silent is death. That is such. I that's that's something I need to get tattooed because that's that's something that I'm that I'm currently like experiencing in life. I've been a lot more vocal mm-hmm. about things and like my, my opinions or like for standing up for myself and doing all these things and I think back to the times where I have been silent about situations and how I felt and I felt like death like I felt like mm-hmm. crap and but ever since you know I've been trying the different way of voicing yourself and standing up for something I'm like I feel a lot better mm-hmm. doing that than not saying anything regardless of how it's taken if like if it's taken in a negative way or a positive way I'm like oh, why feel good myself that I said something. Regardless of how the situation turns out, at least I spoke up. Mm. I spoke my mind. So I can't really be too upset. Um, But yeah, love the harmonies on the chorus. Really good lyrics in this song as well. And I said, what movie? What movie is this? Do I need to see this movie? Alita Battle Angel. You told me now, but... Oh. um, But that was in my notes. Oh, gotcha. What what movie is this? (laughs) I love that. Swan! Swan song. Yeah. Swan song. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't really know what to expect either from this. I didn't know that she was gonna do a song for the movie. Well, when I saw that this was on like my featured or whatever, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I listened to it and I watched the video and I was gonna text you about it, but then I, and I forgot. And then you put it on your list and mm. I was like, I know one of the songs. <laughs> no, I I I already listened to it. I already looked at it. It's a Dua Lipa song um, for a movie. It's not a Dua Lipa song. It's a Dua Lipa song. I don't know what that means. Well, I don't know what a Dua Lipa song. I think it's hard to... Well, I'll I'll ask you first before I say my comment. What's a Dua Lipa song? Um... No rules or new rules. No, no, not not what is a Dua Lipa song. No, I'm telling you. Like, new rules or IDAGF. This is a movie song for a movie. It's not like a Dua Lipa song. It doesn't feel to me like a Dua Lipa song. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said, oh, it's just, it's a Dua Lipa song. Like, it sounds like all her other songs. I'm like, well, what does a Dua Lipa song sound like? Because, nah. I mean, it's hard to have a sound well, when you don't have that much music. No, I meant to continue with, for a movie, not a Dua Lipa song. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There you okay. go. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I thought... When I first heard about the song or saw the song that it was coming out or she announced something, I thought it was, like, her song. And then I saw later on, she's like, oh, well, it's for, like, this movie. And I was like, dude, are you already doing songs for movies? Yeah. Isn't that amazing, my baby? Checks do it. My checks, checks do it. <laughs> if I ever become famous, that's the first person I'm going to. Well, I just, honestly... Girl! Honestly, I just, like, want us to get to a point where we can, like, interview, like, 
like no offense to other people but like A-list artists <laughs> so I could just be like for, like like have like in, in the midst of the interview just so, just curious so like where's our check for money? remember when you did this thing <laughs> oh yeah that was such yeah so that was our idea and you stole it so checks <laughs> they're silent you can uh, just ma'am? make them out too um, you're like um, I'm done with this interview okay but as long as you write that check no actually I have my own checkbook like you right? can actually just write a check <laughs> or, or just give me a blank one just give me a blank check and then don't check your bank account and then don't check <laughs> actually give me a couple of blanks no, uh. alright so that's going to wrap up our new music for this week um, you can find all of those songs that we talked about today on our Spotify page, which you can just look up at Pop Talk, or we'll have the link for you down in the description. And then let us know if you like any of those songs, and hopefully you can add them to some of your playlists. All right, so if you did not know, this past weekend um, was Rent Live, and which was, or rent live or as we like to say rent pre-recorded with some live elements <laughs> <laughs> so um rent if you don't know is a musical that came out maybe around 20 years ago because i think they are celebrating the 20th anniversary this year so shout out to rent um written by jonathan larson and it's a musical set in new york that I forgot the exact time period. but 90s. It, okay. And it covers the time period it was written in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it covers a lot of taboo topics, especially of the time, and still even almost really today. Mm. Um, you know, it covers, like, homosexuality, HIV, um, being broke and homeless. No, uh, paying that rent. Pay, oh, paying paying that rent. rent. And a, a, a cast of various personality uh, characters. Yeah. There are a lot of really good and powerful music in its story. So, Rent Live was performed on Fox, which yep. was already a surprise. I'm mm-hmm. surprised Fox did that. Really? Yeah. Just because... Well, I, I was, I was going to save this part for later, but um, there was a lot of censorship... Well, I'll get to it. Um, so, Rent Live, and it was starring... People, some people that you know, like Tanache or Vanessa yes. Hudgens, mm-hmm. Mario was in it. Uh, Valentina from RuPaul's yes, Drag Race. Valentina was in it, and then I, f- I don't know if the general public would have necessarily known anyone else. Who was the guy that played the main guy? I don't know him. No, oh. I don't want to know him now after what he did. What did he do? You didn't hear what happened? Why it was pre-recorded? Yeah, no, I know oh, that. Yeah. No, not the main guy. That main guy. The main, oh, no, the wrong. narrator. Mark. It was not yes. the narrator, but Mark. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's, um... Why is his name escaping me? Um... He's like an actual... He's like a singer. He's like yeah, artist. like, I want to know who he was the whole time. Well, okay, so I turned on the, the TV at, like, 8.03, so I missed the... Like, the part where they show what he did, like, to break his ankle, right? Is that what you said? No? Okay. I did see the announcement, though. Yeah. I saw the, hey, guys, yeah. we're Rent the Cast. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. So, we just shot this commercial this morning, and it wasn't supposed to air. Yeah. But. <laughs> but. Yeah, so, the reason why, well, I'll, before I answer the question on why I think that Fox 
I was surprised that Fox did this. The reason why Rent Live ended up being Rent pre-recorded was because the lead actor who played Roger broke his ankle in a dress rehearsal the night before. And the doctors the next day, the day of the performance, mm-hmm. told him he was unable to perform and he needs to stay off of his ankle. And Fox announced, or Rent Live, or Fox announced, someone announced that, well, the show has to go on. So I was, I was curious to know, like, what were they, what were they going to do? Like, his ankle is broken, he can't perform. I said, yeah. oh, they'll probably just have, like, an understudy or something. Yeah. Well, that was not the case. I what we got mm. was the pre-recorded or the recorded footage from the dress rehearsal the night before, which is funny that they showed that even though that's when they he broke his ankle. I'm like, well, I don't understand. When did he break his ankle? At the end end? Like of the I end? Don't, I don't know exactly when uh. in the show, which I don't even know how what I don't know what he could have done to broke breaking his ankle. I'm like, Roger doesn't really do that much dance. I'm confused. I just, I guess I'm confused of the timeline. Like, when did he break his ankle? So, and he broke, what, so, Fox, what did we see? Fox Live is, or, not Fox Live, Rent Live was what, on a Saturday or a Sunday? It was on a Sunday. It was on a Sunday. They did a dress rehearsal on Saturday. Saturday before. The one, what we saw on Sunday was the Saturday dress rehearsal, okay. which is the same dress rehearsal that he broke his ankle. Right. He probably didn't know his ankle was broken mm. until afterwards, mm-hmm. but honestly, as because I do have some strong opinions on it being pre-recorded versus just showing what was live, because <clears throat> if you didn't know, and you can find a lot of these videos now on their YouTube channel, they actually did perform Rent Live alongside yeah. with the pre-recorded stuff on TV. Just for the they audience. Just did, yeah, just for the audience that was there because they paid they paid good money for them tickets. Mm-hmm. And they wanted they deserved an experience that they were promised. But they did it more of a concert style, so like not with all the sets and mm-hmm. costumes. Well, they had costumes still, but not with all the sets and, and set changes and whatnot. And a lot of people, and myself included, were like, they should have just aired this. Mm-hmm. This is more interesting because, one, it's live, and this is what we wanted to see. The fact that we were watching something, like, my whole thought during watching it was, I know it's pre-recorded, so it's less exciting to me. I feel like, A, thank God they recorded well, the I was going to say, thank, I mean, thankfully, thank God, they, they, they did with that. With costumes yeah. and everything, blah, blah, blah. B, I was going to have a backup plan. This is why you have an understudy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> rule, the number one rule of thumb in theaters, you have an understudy. You never know what is going to happen. And this is a prime example of why you need to have an understudy. But you could also tell that they thought this was the dress rehearsal. Like, some of them, well, yeah, it that, was, like, yeah, so apparent. Mm-hmm, and that was a lot of people who were watching this issue. And mine, too, like, with some of the things, you could tell. They, I mean, they, they recorded it just how they were going to do it on <clears throat> TV. But, you know, the beginning of that process, they're not thinking someone's going to get hurt. We're not going to be able to perform tomorrow. They're thinking we're doing the stress rehearsal um, for some footage, maybe some backup footage, or, you know, and for the audience, that's there. It's just, we're prepping everything, dress rehearsal, let's do it with the cameras too, and whatnot. You could definitely tell a lot of the cast was giving maybe 50 to 60%. Mm-hmm. I think some people were really trying, mm-hmm. like they were giving what they could for the most part. Um, but a lot of people were giving 50 to 60%, and you could really tell mm-hmm. um, with some 
parts, which I also don't like because I understand that you're not with the mentality that you're performing on TV in front of millions of people, but you're still performing in front of a live audience mm-hmm. who, I mean, I don't know if they paid to be there for the dress rehearsal, but even so, you're performing for a live audience. Mm. As a performer, you should be giving 100 I think my... As a performer, you should be giving 100%. Mm-hmm. At all times. A- anytime. Rehearsal, anytime you perform, you should be giving 100%. Mm-hmm. Because, you, one, you never know, and two, it's just... That's, that's how you get better. You just... Mm-hmm. Why are you... Why, why are you... You know, and rent is... I think rent's vocally demanding, but it's not... It's not dancing demanding. Like, there's no, like, complex choreography or whatever. Um, And some of the acting parts maybe are a little challenging, but most of it's in song anyway, so... I just don't really see the excuse. Like, I don't understand why the the director didn't say, okay, let's give 100%. People hated the audience. I don't know why. (laughs) <laughs> like, I didn't even really notice there was an audience. Mm. Well, I feel like Vanessa Hudgens definitely gave 100%. Like, she was... Um, she... Okay, I only heard one of her songs, one of her main songs. Uh-oh. I only heard Over the Moon, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep, and I missed Take Me or Leave Me, and I'm pretty sure I woke oh, up I saw right that after one. that. I've heard mixed things about that. I've heard people say it was really good, and then a couple of my more musical theater friends were like, well, where'd her vocals go? Oh. And I was like, oh. I mean, I haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it yet, so I don't I don't know, but I'm like, oh, I thought she was doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't. Vanessa Hudgens. Y'all. She's done a couple of these live musicals now, because she was also in Grease Live. Yep, she was. And she's also done Rent before, and she played... Mimi and I thought she was really good in that part too a lot of people were like well, why is she playing Mimi I said you're just saying that because it's Vanessa Hudgens mm. I was about to say low key shout out to Allie but not even <laughs> low key high key Vanessa's really talented yeah she is and I know it's hard for some people to maybe remove her from the high school their eyes from the high school musical mm-hmm. box let's all remember that she sang in that musical and Zach Alfron didn't. Let's just think about that for a moment. I mean, I would say that's tea, but it's not really tea. It's known in tea, but yeah, it, it brings a point, y'all. Y'all. She can sing. Yeah. Yeah, she can sing. Exactly. No one's saying that. I think that though, in High School Musical, and I'm talking <laughs> about the series in general, I think that her voice was a little annoying at times. But I don't think that was because of her voice. I think that was because of the songs they were writing in and because it was a Disney Channel yeah. movie. Yeah. Because they were singing, like, there were some people, when I listened, listened back to some of, like, maybe, like, the Cheater Girls songs, mm-hmm. I'm like, why are they having them sing like this? Because even with the Jonas Brothers, I'm like, why are they having them sing like this? Mm-hmm. And then when they get out of the Disney thing, and then you hear them sing then, I'm like, oh, that's not how you actually sing? Mm-hmm. I was shook mm-hmm. with the Jonas Brothers. I said, that whining thing was fake? Mm. All those years it was fake? <laughs> wow! But yeah, Vanessa Hudgens, ever since she has been doing more Broadway-oriented stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> okay. okay, Vanessa Hudgens. Um, but yeah, I thought Tinashe, yeah. I thought I was, I mean, she People was, now know who she is. 
She's not just a two-on girl. Sips tea and it's unsweet. <laughs> Respect that girl when me don't speak. Um, <laughs> she actually now after Rent Live, she's a, she's in a because she just recently. This is actually a great. I'm. Well, t- I think Tanashi is cursed along with like Rita Ora and people mm, like that because mm-hmm. I said, of course, of course, Tanashi gets this great opportunity, this shining moment, and this guy has to go and break his ankle so she can perform. But I felt that about everyone. I said, mm. really, one guy gets hurt and all the hours and time and money and efforts put in by everyone else, cast and crew included, and they don't even get to perform? I said, mm. that really sucks. So that's why I was glad they did the concert version. Um, too, because I was like, that would really, I would really be pissed off. Like, I'd be so mad. If I was in the cast, I'd be like, really? Mm-hmm. So I did all this for no reason? And then where, did, did they have to wake up Mario from his cave or something? Like, where did he come from? Kaylee. <laughs> Shade! I'm Why? Just, you gotta be so shady. I'm just asking a question. I, I don't know how they cast him or Like, how did worked. they go, who would be great for this I didn't Mario? <laughs> I didn't even know that was him. And he was singing, not like in a bad way. But he way. sang really good. Yeah, that's what made me look it up because I, during like his his solo song-ish yeah, type of thing. Yeah, I was like, wow, this guy has a really good voice. And I like the kind of changes he's doing with like his riffs and stuff. I said, who is this? I'm like, he looks so familiar. I honestly thought it was like a comedian. I said, because he looked like um a little bit like... The name's escaping me right now. He looked like a comedian slash actor that I knew. I was like, is that them? There's no way. Because I didn't think they sang. And then I looked it up and it was Mario. I said, oh, Mario! Mario. You should love you! Uh, (laughs) 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 Yes, I thought he sounded really good. Um, I did. I was like, where? But back to... Dusting him off. Hey, do what you gotta do. Um, But Tinashe, she's actually, after this rent live and her outstanding performance, she is, because she got most recently, I'm going to restart my thought. (laughs) This is a really great time and opportunity for Tinashe. That's why I was mad about the pre-recorded thing, but then I was happy with that they did it live too, because Tinashe recently got out of her record contract, Mm -hmm. so she's kind of a free agent right now, and a lot of labels saw her perform in the show and now she's in a label bidding war really? so now she's gonna have so many options she's gonna get so much money and so I'm just excited hopefully 2019 can just finally be the year of Tanache for Tanache because she deserves she's so talented like she writes sings produces mm-hmm. does her own music videos dances so talented <laughs> so I hope she gets signed by a really good label who's gonna do really good things um, for her. So, now to answer your question on why I was surprised it was on Fox, Fox, for the main part, out of, like, the main, especially when you compare it to, like, NBC or, um, well, you know what? Fox did Glee. Maybe... They, they did do Glee. And they do the Smash Singer. <laughs> <laughs> not, like, not like a music not a music thing I was just thinking I was the subject matter of the show just didn't really seem to me to fit with the Fox brand Fox seems more family friendly mm. to me like if this one's on like if NBC did this one it yeah. would have made more sense to me mm. but with Fox doing it and a lot of fans a lot of rent stands actually were very upset 
by a lot of the censorship changes that they made. They made a lot of lyric changes to certain songs, not to talk about certain things and not to say certain words. I didn't really notice because I'm not as familiar Mm -hmm. with the Rent songs as some other people are. But there were some things that I'm like, that seems weird. But I just thought that was because they're giving 50%. And so so they, they changed a lot for the TV. I said, okay, this is my perspective on the changing stuff. I said, well, we have to understand, and this goes for any live musical, this goes for any adaptation of something. What we have to understand is that this Rent is a Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. This Rent performance is not being performed in a Broadway venue. It's being performed on live TV for millions of people on a Fox network. Kathy, Jim, Tony, Karen, they're all going to be sitting on their couches with their kids, Jordan, Alyssa. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I'm just giving random names. Alyssa. <laughs> random names. Brandon. Right? They're going to be on their couch, you know, Granny, Granny, <laughs> Granny, Granny Alma. Granny, Elma, Brenda. Brenda, they're gonna all they're all gonna be on the couch watching this show. Mm. Do you think Kathy's gonna keep that TV on and little Brenda's little eight year old eyes when they're talking about sexing it up, <laughs> shooting it up? <laughs> Do you think that? No, they're gonna switch that channel so fast. So I'm okay with I'm okay with changes to things as long as it doesn't take anything away from the story or the message. Of the show, and I, I thought I got both very well, even with the changes. I I can't really be mad at small changes for the different medium that the production is coming mm. from, and I don't think the other people should be that mad about that either. So sips tea. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of all I have to say really about yeah. Rent Live. It was definitely not, even well, I can't. I can we can only judge off of what we saw what we saw which was pre-recorded unfortunately but it was definitely not one of my favorite no TV musicals I thought the set was great oh yeah I like the idea of doing it in the round and having all those different levels and stuff yeah and to minimize any transition needs and and that's also makes it a lot easier for the camera because stuff like you know Grease or when they did Hairspray or even Sound of Music they were running from sets yeah like they were having to move yeah so I kind of like that this one is kind of all in one little central location mm-hmm. um, but yeah I don't know have they announced any new ones I read it I actually saw an article that was like why Rent Live will probably be Fox's last. Oh, really? Yeah. Which, which other ones has... Now, Fox NBC done? does all the can other ones. You, okay, can you look up... I'm going to look up which ones uh-huh. Fox has done. Can you look up which ones NBC, NBC has, has done? done? I'm actually saying, I'm really glad that this live musical trend, or live musical thing, has become a trend, and it's been sticking, because... Yeah, me too. I love it. I... Because no, Sound of Music was the first one with Carrie Underwood, and people tried to give that so much hate. I saw, I watched that on, on Hulu, like, a few months after it aired, mm-hmm. and I remember going, go ahead, Carrie, you try your best, girl. But she sounded fantastic. People were like, Aww. well, she can't act. I said, is she an actor? What were you expecting? <laughs> I'm expecting, I don't a, know why they picked her, she's though. She's I don't know, because she's blonde. That's exactly why I thought they picked her. 
I said, I said about the sound of music. I said, first of all, it's called the sound of music, mm-hmm. and it's a musical, right? Not, and she's a singer. So can did I? I was expecting vocals. That's all I was expecting to hear from her. And what did she give us? Vocals. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I don't care that she can act. It's a musical. Sing. We got other people on the stage for acting. We had Laura Benanti in that. Audra McDonald mm. was in that one. Oh, yeah. Audra McDonald was in that one. She's so good. They need to put her in everything. Yeah. Rent is the least watched live musical yet. Aww. Yeah, because people turned it off. <laughs> they were like, what is this? Why is it not live? I'm not wasting my time. Trust me. The only reason why I watched it mm-hmm. after knowing it wasn't live was because... I knew we were talking about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And... And I was trying to support Tanache. <laughs> like, low-key, honestly. Uh, or high-key, actually. Um, oh, my goodness. Hmm. Peter Pan Live. I forgot about that. Oh, I didn't see yeah, that, that was the one right after Sound of Music. Yeah, I think that's the only <clears throat> one I didn't see. Oh, A Christmas the Story Passion. Live. I don't even remember them doing that. The Passion? Yeah. That was on Fox. Yeah, the one with John Legend. No, no, no. That's Jesus Christ oh, Superstar. Oh, that's Jesus Christ Superstar. I know that one. Yeah, we the did The Passion that. had Chris Daughtry and Seal and Prince Royce. I know all three of those. What? I never heard of this. That was on NBC? It was... No, uh, Fox. What? So it was... Oh, what's happening? There was a Christmas Story Live. Sound of Music. A Christmas Story Live? Yeah, I knew about that one. You, I don't know about any of this stuff. What the heck? Wait, why is my thing acting up? Peter Pan Live... Grease Live, Hairspray Live. Oh, I'm not a Costco customer. Oops. The Sound of Music has been the best one, I guess. The highest rated? Mm-hmm. I really liked Hairspray Live for the most part. I, I didn't watch Hairspray Live. Um, you can check out my review on my YouTube channel. I did okay. check out your review on your YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> wait, I just had a whole list of musicals and then my thing started acting up. Peter Pan, The Passion. I gotta go back and look. I at need that. to look at The Passion real quick because that it was on Fox. It's about. Oh, okay. I think I know what this is. Yeah. Okay, this thing is not working for me. Oh, maybe not. That's the wrong one. Yeah. I keep trying to look at this website that is ranking all of them so I can see them but every time it's like you won a thing so mm-hmm. um, I'm like can you stop telling me this okay so I don't want to submit a Christmas story live I yes. don't remember that I do you know what I honestly, honestly I've never really watched the Fox <laughs> ones I usually only watch the NBC ones mm-hmm. um I have to check them out I do like a Christmas story um, the passion. I really never heard. I that. honestly, I'm the same way. I'm like, what the heck? Hairspray Live, my show. Yeah, Peter Pan. I just, I I remember that. I did not check it out. I heard it was okay or pretty good. Um, Jesus Christ, Super- the Wiz. Yes, yeah, the Wiz. the Wiz. Oh, okay. So the only good one Fox has done is Grease. <laughs> yeah, that was um, my dude, um, Aaron Tibbet. Yeah, they did hair. Oh, no, hair is... Okay, this is what I was looking for. So the next musical, live musicals we have are 
the hair, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be NBC's, and that should be interesting. And that's coming out, oh, it's coming out this spring, so it should be out pretty soon. And then... What? What do you see? It says, The Rock Opera Hair is set as NBC's next live TV musical. Yeah. And is slated to air this spring. Yeah. After Jennifer Lopez's Bye Bye Birdie. Yes, I did hear about that. Yeah. You didn't hear about that? I don't check for Jennifer Lopez. Oh, no, but I've heard her. She got, she's going to either be in it or she's doing it. Bye Bye Birdie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. I hope she's producing it. I don't need to I never J-Lo sing That was live the year before I to sing live. Yeah, that was the year before music. I went to Salem, so I never saw it. Or yeah, was that it? That was my freshman year, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never saw it, so I don't know what it is. I never saw it either. Did you really That's not? The one show I one show I even went my to... time there that I wasn't involved in. I took a break. And then I ever took one after that again. I said, I'm just tired of saying... It was my freshman year. I was like, I'm tired of staying after school. And then I realized how bored I was because all of my friends were staying... All of mm. my friends were in Bye Bye Birdie. I was like, yep, I'm never missing the show again. Mm. <laughs> and then here I am. I even went to that senior showcase... Or the senior show that was... Fiddler on the roof? No, I did not first see one that. Ever. Oh, that. No. Was still the best one. Oh my goodness, so good. And that's coming... And I think ours is pretty good, Into the Woods, but... Mm-hmm. Fiddler was just... They had a guest director, and that's why. Oh, yeah. That was the year before I went. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you saw Rent Live, let us know what you thought. Or Rent (laughs) pre-recorded. I've seen a lot of thoughts. But if anyone... I actually haven't heard from anyone who liked it. So if you Mm -hmm. like Rent Please let us know. Yeah. Hit us up on the gram, on IG. (laughs) On the gram. On the tweet. On the tweet. On the tweet. tweet. And let us know what you thought. And are you looking forward to seeing Hair Live? Or Bye Bye Birdie with Jennifer Lopez? Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So before we wrap up this podcast, we have to do our Don't Sleep on This Track. And if you don't know, Don't Sleep on This Track is where we share music that you might not have heard from, but you definitely should be listening to. So I have two songs. Mm -hmm. The first one I have is called How Can I Forget? And that's by MKTO. And you most likely know them from their hit song Classic. Back in, I think 2013 is when that came out. You know that song, right? Yes. Yeah. Maybe you're so classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, but they are back with another infectious pop song that I'm predicting will be all over the radio come springtime and hopefully going into summer. It's that chorus. When that chorus hits, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I was in love from the first time I heard that chorus. So this is How Can I Forget by MKTO. Could I look at you all night long, all night long? How can I forget you in the morning? How can I forget you? I was dreaming you were standing there wearing my T-shirt, wishing that you could still be here. How can I forget? And then the second song I have is from an artist that I didn't see myself ever really sharing music mm-hmm. from, but I'm actually think I'm gonna really get into him because mm-hmm. his voice. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I say the name, you'll know who I'm talking about. But this song is "Empty Space" by James Arthur. 
Oh, okay. From Say You Won't Let Go fame. Yeah. His voice... I always loved Say You Won't Let Go. Loved singing that song. But his voice on this song... Um, well, the song is about trying to fill the void left after a breakup. But he has such an emotive vocal mm-hmm. on this song that he makes you feel... He makes every lyric in the song feel like it's the most important thing you've heard. Mm-hmm. It's just so much raw passion behind him singing. He but was on the British X Factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but still manages to keep a lot of its catchy pop elements. I said, and it reminds me a little bit of Bad Liar by One Direction. And I went, wow. <laughs> my Imagine Dragons. I wrote down ID on my thing. It looks <laughs> like 1D. So. But um, My Imagine Dragons kind of has that similar mm. feel to me. But it's it, it's interesting to hear the emotive vocal with like it's it's very much a pop song, mm. but with so much emotion, I'm like that's you don't really hear that um, too much these these days. So please let me know what you guys think of "Empty Space" by James Arthur. Kaylee, do you have any songs? Any music? Any music, sir? Um, there's this French song that I just heard on... This, you've heard of TikTok, right? The app? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I... The w- number one smash by Kesha? Kate, <laughs> all the time. Huh? Checks, Kesha. I need the checks. I need to pay my, like, car... My my credit card. I need a new tire, so Kesha. Kesha, I need you to hop on that. <laughs> um, it's not. It's really not worth like saying anything about. Oh, but you don't have to, there was yeah. It was. It's just there's a French song. It's like one of those weird songs people make lip sings to. Mm-hmm. And I just liked it. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> LOL. Okay, well, make sure you check out all of this music and more on our Spotify page, Woo! which will be linked in the description to this podcast. Um, next week, uh, next week's podcast, we will yes. be talking about the Super Bowl, as that is coming up this weekend. We'll be talking about... We, we probably won't be talking about the game, but if you are interested in the game, I'm, kind of, <laughs> I'm actually kind of interested just because... I've gotten more interested over the years, but mm. are you a Rams or a Patriots fan? There's only one real answer. There's only one good answer. So, and, you know, I won't say who I'm rooting for, but... <laughs> it's not. But <laughs> sips tea, and um, <laughs> we're also going to be doing a... Finally, I've been waiting for this. We're going to be talking about all five Fifth Harmony girls and their lead singles from their albums and we're going to compare and contrast and see who's the better artist this is not pitting women against each other this is just an interesting thing like okay you had a group and now you're all finally solo what is everyone doing in comparison mm. to what you were doing in the group to see the evolution mm-hmm. so don't think so Camila stands 
back off. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys again for listening to uh, the podcast. If you made it to the end, Woo. you are the best. Um, make sure you're following us on our socials in the description. Mm-hmm. And until next time, yes. what do we want to go out to? It's the one song I didn't have planned. What? Chain. It's always so much more fun in the moment sometimes. Oh, no. Um, it's actually not fun. It's very stressful in the moment. Uh, <laughs> it is really stressful because now we're going to spend... Like, oh, I was thinking, maybe we, should, we can get one of the songs from Rent Live. Ooh, yeah. Can you get it? Probably. Oh, okay. If anything, I'll just buy it. Yeah, But, yeah. um, all right. So, we're, you know what? We... Shame, just There's only one reason why I watch Rent Live, and we talked Tinashe. about it. So, we're going to go out to Out Tonight by Tanache from the Rent Live soundtrack. Woo! And until next time, bye-bye. See you guys later.